0: Listen and subscribe to the Table of Truth on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Welcome everybody to Blurred Lines. This is your man Cam. With me as always is... Kampachi, Captain of
1: the 11th Division, Go 13. For all those anime nerds out there.
2: <laughs> as well as... Uh, this is your Captain Josh speaking. Uh, please uh, return your food trays to the upright position as well as your seats uh we'll be coming in for a smooth landing in about one hour (laughs) and as always what's up everybody it's d
3: and today d is dark lord that's what (laughs) it's for i'm here
0: nice and we are here talking about john wick chapter four uh the penultimate is that a good word for this Penultimate episode uh, episode of the of the franchise,
2: arguably, arguably, yep.
3: well, yeah, right. well, is it the second before last? Is that, is that what? Is oh, so this will be the ultimate then. Yeah, story. this would just be the the thank you, uh, thank you, grammar
0: professor. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, our man John Wick is back, and he's killing a lot of people. <laughs> uh, I remember I watched the yeah. uh, um, I watched John Wick two. With my ex, and she had never seen the first one, and the, the credits just just started. She's like, "I didn't see the first one. What do I need to know?" Someone took, stole his jo- dog, killed everybody. Now you back, <laughs> mm. <laughs> and she's like, "Cool." And then we got back into it, and then watched more, more than that. Kind of same thing. They did a nice little quick, and to the theater's credit, they did a they rolled a, um i watched it at the Alamo, and they rolled a um like a recap. It was almost like some YouTuber or whatever but it wasn't like it was a but it was a good one It was like a 90 second tight just like all right it'd be like what to watch john wick for that's what you need to know and then it just literally started from the beginning nice little mashup got you there then credits roll us we're, we're we're in the the deserts of jordan on our horseback
1: <laughs> uh I, I will say this uh we know what john wick is but it doesn't it's like it's in between it doesn't get too cheesy and it holds my entertain it my my attention enough where I'm like, oh, this is cool because I know what I'm getting myself into. Gratuitous violence, action, and being a jujitsu practitioner, there is a lot of jujitsu being displayed
2: in all four movies. Well, so, it, it doesn't try to be something that it's not.
1: No, uh, but you know, you see martial arts movies, you're like oh, this is kind of like I remember I watched Ninja and I was like, this is whatever, you know. Uh, <laughs> but I like ninjas, so I'm gonna watch. But John Wick has successfully uh grabbed my attention and 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 held my expectations in check. And I I, I enjoy it. The one downside, I've never seen any cops in the movie. And uh <laughs> Keanu is old, man. I didn't realize how old he was, and it's yeah. weird because he doesn't look old, but he's 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 bow-legged and he's running. I don't think he can run, actually. Like just because of the way he was moving in that movie, but I will give credit is, when credit is due because I know person, I know the guy that trained him in jujitsu. This guy named Dave Camarillo, and he does some of the stunt work. Uh, and uh, his jujitsu looked really good. He, I think he's like, mm. if he's not a blue belt, he's like a high level white belt, which is the lowest rank. But it looked good enough where someone who does the art form, like, okay, that's legit. Like it was legit moves. It wasn't no fake stuff. Uh, and a guy being his age doing some of the stunt work, some of the moves, I was like, oh, this is pretty clean. And I, I dug it. I, I like the story. It's John Wick, or what was the movie? Uh, What was the movie with uh, Brad Pitt and a train robbery? What was the name of that called? Oh, Bullet Train. Bullet train.
0: I feel like Bullet Train was trying to be John Wick, and it yeah. didn't. It didn't hit the point. Yeah, I, I, thought, so. I, thought it, I thought they, in terms of fighting style and what they were trying to go, yeah. I thought the... Just they they did the kind of like hey let's do a simple plot and let's execute it thing, <laughs> and I, I did, ridiculous. And it, and was, it was ridiculous, and that's exactly what it was. It was literally ridiculous. It was a simple was plot. And they executed. Yeah, it and was. It, and that was it
2: it. it. it was purposely over the top. I don't, sure, and that's where I think it differentiates itself from yeah. from John Wick. I mean, John Wick was purposely over was over the top, but it took itself way more seriously than Bullet Train did
0: yeah exactly like bullet train was literally brad pitt being brad pitt and then let's throw in like bad bunnies in there and then another japanese people and then uh another chick with a bad british accent and then we got these two brothers one's black and one's white one a black dude has a british accent sort of ish kind of <laughs> yeah i mean American. Do- america comes Beats comes through for no reason like wait what is going on here
3: yeah. Not, it was like Jeremy <laughs> Roddy from from Atlanta was in that movie, and mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> or or it was a poor interpretation of a Guy Ritchie movie because it was. I was like, what is mm. this?
3: Yeah, no, it definitely drums up. You know, not to get too far into Bullet Train, but it 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 drums up all of those things. Guy Ritchie, yeah. the, the John Wicks of the world. Uh, the, yeah, it, it's. It's it had even
2: some Tarantino was in there. You know, yeah, just like yeah. Michael, Shannon, Michael Shannon as a sword wielding ninja samurai <laughs> guy. was absolutely believable. I, I don't even understand what <laughs> yeah, this critical was, is. There's a Russian,
0: <laughs> samurai. Samurai, uh, yes, Russian, a Russian samurai. samurai uh shogun lord. That shit was. Yes. What did the result? I, uh, what did result? I, I, I almost thought I was samurai. watching yeah. thinking, uh, uh, Zack Snyder film because it was just as ridiculous. I wanted yeah, to it like was, it. But it, just, I was like, I actually, I was entertained. But yeah, I didn't, yeah, I, I loved it. Was, it was entertaining, huh? but it was just like, God, unbelievable! Like,
1: like
3: it was entertaining yeah. in a I can't look away kind of situation. Like, yeah. right. I, I literally watched that movie and didn't know what to think for about an hour. And then, <laughs> then there was the the, the then moved into Act Three, and there was that ridiculous. Train the last, I mean, all the oh, film, but that last sequence where it's just everything is blowing up, people are flying around the cart. It's just <laughs> insane. I mean, like, yeah. there's not many films that leave me completely bamboozled like that. So I give it credit for that because I literally didn't know what to say after
2: <laughs> I think yeah, I think was like, character. This is, this is just- Brian Tyree character, uh, Henry, car- Brian Tyree Henry's character living at the end of all that was just one of the most ridiculous things ever
3: wait wait, wait where's he from atlanta he's from from, from a, i think I'm, um he's somewhere south i don't know if it's, yeah he's somewhere, like, somewhere south, south, south for for sure. north yeah. carolina or somewhere like or atlanta but uh or georgia but it, he's somewhere he's american that accent yeah, is definitely. terrible <laughs> Yeah, he and Joe King, uh the girl, they—they're both American. Yeah, and and they did- both of them had terrible British accents. Terrible British Americans accent. don't need to do British. accents. It's like suck so, okay, it. I haven't yeah. found one he's good
0: built, one, one American that can. He's built North Carolina, accent. sir. North Carolina. Okay.
3: Yeah. yeah uh, well, not, there's not a, a I can say for sure. I have not seen an, a, an American actor that can that has successfully pulled off a good British accent. Could yeah. be out there. There's a lot of film. Tessa Thompson maybe
2: come close. Who? Tessa Thompson. Okay. That's a that's a case. Maybe. Wait, wait, what what movie? What role does she? You're do? talking about for
1: the
0: Marvel movies?
1: Yeah.
0: That's <laughs> <a> come <laughs> come come. <laughs> for those listening, come yeah. D D is given the is a is
3: given the nah son. I mean, I'm not. I, if that's the face I'm giving, that's not what I'm thinking. This is kind of. I don't action. but I'm just kind of remember, li- think about that accent. You know, we're getting too far away from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You,
0: uh, <laughs> not, not, <laughs> back Wick. to John Wick. Bullet Train, Bullet Train has derailed John McRae. Yeah, back back I don't, to John Wick. I, I, like, well, So. Did the real. So I would, say, I would say the thing that John Wick did, as they always do, is. One, their um, martial arts in the in the movie is always top notch, which is great because there's a director that's a a Sunman, which at least that acts that acts that adds to it. Um, and the one thing I was surprised about was John was three hours long. I didn't know that till I sat down, and then when I watched it, it the it, the pacing and everything went so fast, I actually didn't even feel the three hours, which was surprising. That mm-hmm. was and I did not expect that because I was kind of like, oh man, this is three hours, like what are they gonna be doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that
1: I, I will say this. Uh I found out, and I purposely was like, okay, I got to go see the eight one because I was gonna go way late, and I was like, oh, oh hell, hell. no, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be out at one o'clock. I was like, mm-hmm. nah, let me go. And I stayed to watch the end credits, which really wasn't worth it. But you know, yeah. cause I was I was there for three hours. So I was like, I might as well just stick it out. Well, yeah. Wait, uh, oh, the
3: runtime is three hours? Two? No, two yeah. hours yeah. forty nine minutes. Two hours. Wait a minute,
2: because the 10. first one looks like an hour. Hey, 90 30. Yeah, the solid ninety minutes. Yeah, I, uh, I agree with Cam. You don't feel it. Uh, I didn't notice it at all. No, it yeah, I wasn't, reason, huh? yeah, I was Yeah, well, wasn't. I think I noticed it a little bit in the staircase scene. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> but otherwise, I don't think I really felt it in the film at all.
3: I mean, yeah, I mean, I was about to say if that's the thing that now they're getting to the point where they gotta make these movies. They're making these movies like two yeah three hours like to be it but if that but though it it because
0: it It wasn't that was okay yeah 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 that's what i would say like it didn't need to be three hours but like like if honestly they probably could have just chopped this in two if they wanted but it, it, in the parts that i would say is they felt it felt like hey guys you guys want to be in japan hey let's do something in japan all right hey you guys want to go something in paris let's go do something in paris and so I, i think there's like there's some parts of it where i'm like okay if i had to cut this down you know what, well, you got to cut the meat out. Like, how you can
2: how you get into a tight 90? I'm like, I think you can. I don't, I, I disagree. I don't think you can. And it's because just the, the number of set pieces in that film, just they're I, sure going to You down. need corrective tissue. You need something to join one action sequence to the next. And there's tons of action sequences in this thing. Like, I, well, next time I watch it, I'm gonna count. But it's more than your average film. Oh, yeah. And so if your intent if you're if your intention is to have that many set pieces in in action sequences in a film, you're gonna need exposition. You're gonna need moments where they're not doing that uh in order to connect things from one to the other. And I mean it's just there's some insane action sequences in this thing. Like some and, of the. And you're having, having a freaking ball doing it. Like
0: they were having so much fun. Like I would say, and, you know, three reports, Donnie yin of course, still is a show, but you could tell in every scene, he was having a great time. Like he just, and then, and uh, my, my friend was saying, he was like, you know, he's a stunt man. And he was just like, yeah, you know, I could tell when Donnie's team is doing this, he is doing it. And then the main, Stunt Mm -hmm. choreographer, like just distinct difference, and and like he he said that earlier before the movie started, and I kind of picked up on that in terms of how things are filmed and how the things are going on. But it was but it was a good thing because it still it felt together, you know.
2: Let me know when I can insert my uh, Donnie Yen rant, please.
1: (laughs) I I will say this: the uh, the fights look believable Uh, in a sense that, like I said, knowing that Keanu does actual jujitsu right um, so that's i'm like all right cool these moves look real now the thing one thing I, that got me is that all his enemies were had the angle of a stormtrooper <laughs>
0: <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> i'm like yeah. i'm like no matter how close they were yeah, like, yeah i'm like not matter he had his he had his, his coat over his head and that was his, that was his, I just uh, he, he had never. a suit <laughs> on well i totally, totally forgot I, I totally forgot about the guy i was like why I was like, is
1: he invulnerable to bullets? Like, what is going on? I
2: forgot that was Kevlar. Well, I mean, and even that's unbelievable. If we're going to poke holes for a second, even that's unbelievable because the thing with Kevlar is supposed to be, once it takes a hit, it's now useless. It's It may as well be, you right. know, wafers and a Kit Kat. But
1: it's just did, not, but did it's, you it's, peep it's, this though when they did the last duel and he took off his, his clothes? You heard all the, uh-huh. the shells fall and I was Yeah, like, that was dope. That I was, dope. gave him a little yeah. credit for like keeping the continuity of all the bullets yeah. you take. You know. Yeah. And, and I, also, I was like, you, no sniper? Like just have a sniper.
2: Yeah. One dude and it's, was about to be a sniper, well, but well, that the, was the whole the whole point of that sequence is the honorability uh, in, uh of of the of the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I said. Th- I said. I think that Josh is going by intention, not actual. Yes, <laughs> not the actual, but I think the whole point was supposed to be. I mean, it's a literal t- thirty paces duel, like old school. Yeah, <laughs> you're not just well, also- waiting in the wings to take him out. You're
1: just yeah. But also, I wanted to know the backstory, of Mister Nobody. He just, came- I mean, he came out of nowhere, and I'm
0: just like, all right. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I just plopped him in there. And so- well, and, all and all- all- who? Was- And also, you know, they were talking about how he was his role was supposed to be, or it was it was started with the with the intention of Wesley Snipes being that role, and then Jackie Chan was supposed to be doing Donnie Yen, uh, Donnie Yen's role. Both of those two things fell through. Donnie Yen popped in, but then also Donnie Yen had some he was he had some notes, (laughs) so he changed he changed the he changed the character's name. He had other aspects of it, and and again to 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 honor to. You know, Donnie Yen is the man. So when he said, "Hey, man, I do this, but these are the things I need to change," you'd be like, "Bet."
2: (laughs) And this is now, Josh, your rant. (laughs) Okay, so I've been a Donnie Yen fan since I was eleven years old, nineteen eighty four. I distinctly remember the first film that I saw on Channel Five in New York at at three o'clock in the afternoon. It was appointment television. It was always a martial arts flick on in the afternoon on Saturday out of nowhere, uh drinking Tai Chi comes on and something about his portrayal just absolutely stuck with me. And that was the first time I was like, okay, okay. I've seen all these other flicks with Gordon Liu and all these other dudes. I didn't know any names at the time, but he's the first person outside of Bruce Lee that I was like, who's that? Who is this guy? And I've seen every last one of his films. Now, This man has been doing this since I was 11 years old. I'm about to be 50. Why can Donnie Yen not get a leading role in a film in America today? I do not understand. It doesn't make sense. The man is bankable. Everyone wants him in their films. And it's really a matter of scheduling at this point, whether or not you can get him in your movie. So why is racist Hollywood not putting this man in a lead in a role in in a a film and just letting him go bananas or let his team do what the man has his own team that was injected into a film that he's in it's in his rider i need my team doing my stunts with me if i'm gonna be in this movie if i'm doing martial arts that's how nasty this man is come on already ran over (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I think it falls on he's gonna fall on the
1: same pitfall that Jet Li did. He Jet Li can't Jet Li and Johnny, Yen, if Donnie never gets a leading role, is gonna be the R V Sabonis of like action heroes that crossed over. <laughs> because we're we're missing their we're missing their peak, man. Like Fist of yeah, Legend sure. was Jet Li. Yeah. yeah, Fist of Legend and
0: Iron Monkey was Jet Li and, and
1: Donnie Yen's peak when they I was, mean, like, I would
0: say right? yeah, I would say for Jet Li I would say Gero is probably his like that oh level. yeah, but to that was an American. film Yeah, it was not American, but from a from a scale. Like he's led scale
2: point, of, he's, he's like Donnie Yen has led, led tons of Hong Kong action films, yeah, yeah. but he's never led an American film. I he's a random Asian guy number twelve who knows martial arts and says cool things and does cool things and how is disposable.
0: Yeah, I mean it was crazy because I think you know his he you could tell he was having fun through the whole film. He was like winking and smiling had the had the had, had funny lines the whole nine and so i thought it was interesting that I, i'm glad that he got it it was it was kind of the same moment of Man. tony Lung when he was on uh, uh shang chi where it's like tony Lung don't Me? need to be doing no shang chi this dude is fucking so <laughs> he's like you know what fuck it i am gonna go get this bag real quick I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna bring a little bit of gravitas to a, a, a pretty uh, average movie and he did his thing but it was just funny that you know, for American audiences, they are seeing these these great, great, great actors in these pieces, and not realizing that they're like these
2: big deals. Like Donnie Yen, is mm-hmm. the man, dude. Donnie Yen is the greatest martial arts slash actor of his generation, and we are wasting we're we're wasting we're we're wasting time having him in these you know in these supporting roles. Granted, this may as well have been a Donnie Yen movie. To their credit, right? I feel like Keanu Reeves got out of the way and sort of let it be what it was like the, the the characters arc sort of went where it was supposed to go and so that pushed him a little bit further up front than average but it's donnie yen so you do that <laughs> and i think he recognized games it's like oh this dude's in it i bet i'm a step back. Like there's been three movies with me in the front it's still me top billing he can get some sh- He can get shot and he really let him cut loose they yeah. really, really let him cut loose. And it was it was a joy to watch that man work. And this was, and, and as Cam said, this is light work for him. This is, the, the, as much work as he put in into this film, it was just, yeah. You know, all right, you want me to play a wine guy who knows martial arts? Cool, no problem. He all did right. that in Star Wars. Yeah.
1: Yep, exactly. Basically. Yep. Let, let me ask you this. Uh, what was the other guy in John Wick
0: 3? Uh, Mark Dukoski? Mark Tagasas, yeah, yeah, okay. the only the strong dude in Iron yeah. Fest.
1: <laughs> well, I, I I thought uh or well, the crow,
0: oh the crow, oh the yeah. uh, second crow, right? Yeah, um, I thought um
1: uh, the Bowery King had died. Oh uh, yeah, he got seven slices from uh, Mark Tagasas in the the last John Wick, and all of a sudden he popped. In. I was like, man, maybe I should have rewatched the first three because I was like, lost. <laughs> <is real> <laughs> Oh like, what happened? Uh, I thought I had a grasp on it, and uh, but it, it was cool. But it was just the one thing that <clears throat> bugged me was just seeing how uh, physically unable Keanu was. Like when he had to run and
0: go up the stairs, I was like, this dude really is like old. Yeah, he yeah. definitely, definitely got beat up, man.
2: to wear out a little bit. Yeah.
0: Definitely got beat up. But I think that was dope because it kind of showed, because that was the one thing. Like John Wick was going through all the craziness, right? He was. When he when he fought uh fat suit Scott Atkins and he fell off the like the little uh, bridge thing into the water yo yikes I was like who's this fat man that can move like this and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like you know, Scott Atkins, Scott Atkins is doing his thing dude that that is yes. a staple in like you know B level uh, action films for the last like ten years.
1: But hey, it threw me off. I was like, "This dude can really throw a kid. <laughs> Like I was tripping out. I was like, "Wow!" And then I found out who it was. I was like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense."
0: Yeah, that was dope. And then, um, what's it called? Uh, and then you know, Lawrence Fishburne was doing this Lawrence Fishburne thing. So he was, you know, every time he shows up, he's jolly and having fun and cracking and cracking and uh, cracking jokes.
2: And then it was all um, portable. It was hilarious.
0: Yeah, and it was like it was great. So and then you know, Ian McShane. It was again, it was just like it's a I'm have been of lately I've been really a fan of like T V shows and movies where you can tell the actors had fun making it. And mm-hmm. then, like they're enjoying you can on screen, it's coming off on screen. Like they're enjoying like Ian McShane having fun. Um uh, everyone that was on it, even um what was the pop star's name? Uh Japanese shake, I'm about to look it up right now. I will say, uh
1: well, this is not the, the latest John Wick, but the old one where Common was in it. Common can't act to save his boy. Yeah. We've <laughs> <happy>. we established. <laughs> god.
0: Happy. Hey, man. Lee, come along, no, man. I, no. I don't I do I, I realized this the most. I realized the most when he was in that god awful Scott Bale uh, Terminator movie. Wow. <laughs> and he was horrible. Whichever one. Oh, whichever, oh was well, that bad. That was a. Uh, it was, the movie was bad itself, and like Common was even worse. I'm like, how
3: are you? You're in a bet. Like, what is going? There was on? No worse than Sam Worthington though, and like you know, like that's, yeah. That is bad. That, Sam yeah, Worthington. The point. point. I would have invested a significant amount of dough in that. What they did in the two in the mid to late 2000s. Yeah, they gave huge, people every chance. Uh,
0: every chance to be a, a, a high uh, Hollywood star. A star. Yeah, man, but he sucks.
3: But you know, Andra- <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, okay. Colin, Colin is not a great actor. But you know, in that the Salvation movie, and that dude was in also the lead in Avatar. That's why they cut his yeah. role down. I'm sure. And the and, and uh, Clash of the Titans. He did what? Two Clash of Titans? Three? Two of them? Yeah, yeah. Two one, two,
0: million. yeah, um, Something like that. Yeah, the the Japanese daughter that was uh, Rina Sawayama, and then um, the other dude this a, a veteran actor, uh, Kuroki Sonata, Like he was in Bullet Train as well.
3: But let me actually you guys this: you saying, seen the movie. Where is the franchise going next? Like, is it does it seem like it ha it still has the momentum? I mean, because it seems like there's some changes with the two hour. The reason I brought up the three hour thing is because To me, what was so great about the first—I would say two—because I think both the first and second film were like ninety minutes tight. Yeah, I don't remember what the third film was, but Mm -hmm. roughly the same. Yeah, but okay. So even still, to me, what was great about that is it wasn't trying to build a complex narrative. It was just getting in and getting out and doing what it did best. uh, Mm -hmm. It was ninety minutes, so to tack on, you know, more time to that. Would need a more stronger narrative in my opinion so mm-hmm. I'm wondering how do you feel about that because you mentioned a lot of action sequences but does that mean that what was the what that held all those sequences together was good storytelling so I'm just curious what, if you guys think that the storytelling is taking it to uh, a bigger level even on the franchise with the franchise
2: Um, I mean yes I guess I think um this is all press.
3: This is all built around uh, his dog being killed and him being. <laughs> I, I,
1: I a, will so, say that
3: in I, part three, that I, I say in part three, it kind of went away from that the motivation. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
0: And,
3: and I didn't think so they put some different stakes in there.
0: Yeah. yeah, I would say the world that they've built—that's the one thing I would say. I I really, really, really enjoy the world that they've built. Um, right. I think that with the world that they've built and they're going to test this theory with their Anna de Armas, uh, spinoff movie, uh, ballerina or something like that. It's going to on next year. Yeah. And also is. the continental TV show, which is supposed to be on whatever streaming service. Like, and so they've built a world where they're going to test the theory if they can do this without John Wick, which I think personally, I think they can. Like, in the universe yeah. The universe. Yeah. yeah. The, the world they built is super interesting. And like, even in this one, you know, you get to see uh the Paris Continental. You see the you see the the Japan, uh, Osaka Continental and how there's mm-hmm. different types of, you know, um uh managers and how they run it and that kind of stuff. And so like the right. Japanese one you know their roles are the same. Yeah, like the Japanese one it's a father daughter, the daughter's the the Sharon and she's the manager, it's all kind of a thing. So like I think they have enough like wor- like world building that if they kind of, you know, leaned into that aspect of it and let some people that are, you know, better writers and that are stronger storytellers like play in that world they could do some really interesting things and it doesn't necessarily need to have a john wick tie to it as opposed to just being like yeah john wick is out there in that world but in over here in brazil
3: <laughs>
0: over right. here in over here in atlanta georgia like you know like they could li- like they could literally do a continental in any major city and then that could be a whole never narrative independent of john wick but still in that realm where it's like Yo, we hear about the shit with John Wick. Yeah, man, that shit was crazy. He's like, maybe we. And then, I think that's one of the narrative threads of the of the film. The main unquote mad guy, guy, one of the scars guards. Um, well, I think
2: I think the route that they're gonna go with the Continental TV series is it's gonna be the beginning of the New York Continental. So Lance Riddick's character, rest in peace, Lance Riddick. I, I shed a tear. so no great surprise that they killed off his character in the film, and it hit a little different when when they off this character. Still, uh, ah, all right. I'm not going to get worked up about that. But yeah. right, wait, wait, Which character? I'm
3: glad you brought it up because that's what I was going to talk about next was the fact that that I think would mark his final film uh, would be, I think, John Wick. I don't know if he has anything else coming out, but
2: uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know either. What's What's in, the, uh, uh, had,
3: the, I think he filmed scenes already for
0: um the spinoff um because it's, be oh, yeah. it's supposed to be anna de armis we supposed to be between th- in three and four with Ian McShane. anna de armis is the lead uh norman Reedus, walking dead will be in there and i forgot i think somebody else so it could be
3: interesting I'm, i mean there's a chance though because he's he, of his son passing that they may cut those things yeah i see yeah. that too just out of out of respect for his family because i'm i'm sure like you know, it's one thing, like you said, if his character dies in this movie and, you know, on top of the death and all that stuff. So I, I can imagine them cutting that, uh, those things Or they might leave him in, you know, it'd be a good. Because I'm sure they didn't get to put the credit, um you know, mm-hmm. in memory, in memory, you know, I if I was it, looking for It uh, happened. Know. So it happened way, way a couple of days before the premiere. I think he died. Mm-hmm. That that he sent the, a video, um, and because he couldn't make it, but um, so yeah, if they did include the scenes, that'd be a good opportunity to do that to be yeah. To rest in peace. Yeah, that'd be mm-hmm. dope. That'd be really really dope.
1: I um, know about this spinoff. To be honest, I will just start looking it up right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, it, it could be interesting. Like I said, I I you know Anna Diarmas is kind of that chick right now in terms of that realm, so she's being in a lot of random stuff. So. It could be interesting. I think the world is the world is developed enough that you're curious to see what they play with it. And I think, yeah. you know, um, supposedly it's supposed to be a John Wick cameo in it or whatever, whatever. But it's like it's her thing. It's supposed to be between three and four. Um, but I am curious because I think like the world they did create from literally dude's uh, dog gets killed and he kills everybody to freaking <laughs> this uh, this whole world un- underground world of assassins that has. Has its own currency, has its own rules, has its own council, da, da 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 da. Like, it's it, to me, it's an interesting world to play in. And I think they can do some stuff with it. Um, now it's just more about what they do. And, and so that, because like I said, you know, uh, they already said they're like, oh, we don't need to do a John Wick five kind of a thing. But then they're like, if you want to, you could, which again, of course, mm-hmm. but it's also like, I could see a Dunny spin spinoff really easily without any. Leaps of logic or anything, and they make it happen. Well, well,
1: they they did leave it open because at the end of the movie, uh, spoiler alert, uh, they were at the funeral, of Bowery King and uh Ian McShane's character, and they said, "Where do you think John Wick is at? Hell, heaven, or hell?" And uh, the manager was like, "I don't know. That could be."
2: Code for something if they wanted to no, go that route, definitely code, it's or absolutely code, yeah. I mean, it, and Keanu Reeves is on record saying that you know, he's basically like, Yo, if people keep going to see this move, these movies, we'll keep making them,
1: yeah. Quite uh, but so, it, it, again, Keanu's getting up there in age, man. I just, I just now I'm starting to realize, man, just you know, like when I look at Denzel and he always looks like he's chewing gumballs because of his jaws, I was like, This man is like 60 years old, so I gotta. Re- I got to realize that, that my, my iconic 90s and early 2000s heroes are just up there in age, you know what I'm saying? And so when I saw Keanu run, uh, I was just like, yo, this it might be time to hang it up, you know what I'm saying? Because the action sequences demand, and he's doing some jujitsu, so I was like, he's going to demand some some physical toll. But jujitsu is a sport that you can be very old and still be very effective, so it's very believable. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing, uh, a video game because I'm surprised we don't have a John Wick video game. Yeah. Uh,
2: right. how- I mean, to be fair though, I mean, Hiroyuki, Hiroy- 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 Hiroyuki, uh, what's his last name? Sonata. Thank you. Hiroyuki Sonata is like in his sixties and he's still out here flipping blades, like, you know, like they're pocket but he But he looks believable
1: though. Like Wick looked noticeably like he got a little hitch in his step. Where the, yeah. the other guy looked like he could still move, so I'm like, I'm not questioning him because he looked like he still got it. which just looks, or excuse me, Keanu just looks like, like damn man, I'm on this life. like, he looked like he just fell down a fifty thousand flights of stairs the way he was. yeah,
2: <laughs> it's, it's called acting, Cam. Yeah. <laughs> well, to so. be fair though, I think the to, to, to Cam's point, I feel like the pacing of the action sequences is just a hair slower than the other three fell it looks, it just visually, the pacing and the speed look a little slower. So, there is something to what he's saying.
1: I, I like yeah. it. I, I I wish this was more of a, uh, in my opinion, if they had time to make this more of an animation.
0: Yeah, I think that's just I mean, it be cooler. So, yeah, I think I, I think I would like to see this. That's no, I, I would no, say I mean, yeah. heard the IP is out there. No, that's, but- that's what I was going to say. Like, I think I think it's their the i p is deep enough that they can go different ways with it like they could make an animation out of it. they can do some TV show they could do some spin-offs like you we were just talking about Mr Nobody. we're like like they did the um what was the uh of Sa uh, nobody film they did that in that realm and that worked and it was good. Mm-hmm. it was in the within the realm. it was a different type. It had nothing to do with John Wick whatsoever, but it was still in the universe. And it was an interesting uh, and, uh, and entertaining film. So I think there's one of those things where if they're smart, they they like, you know, let John Wick be John Wick. But then they start to develop things like that, because even the Nobody film, that was that kind of took me
3: by surprise. Cause I was like, wait, 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 he do an action. And he was great. He, he, wait, nobody he, is set in the John Wick universe. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, so what movie is this? I'm sorry. or oh, what series? Uh, nobody. What is this
0: on? It was uh It was released. Let me go double check it. It was with um. Why can't
2: I remember? Uh, Better call Bob out Odenkirk. Yeah, Bob Odenkirk, and he's basically. Oh, so yeah, uh, back up, back up, back up, back up. So you're saying that movie is set in the in the yeah man in the John universe? I got homework to do. I had never. Yeah, done. I did not know that they didn't
3: market it for a wife. Hold on, it definitely yeah. didn't. Bob Odenkirk. I'm gonna double check it. They may have marketed. Not... out that I'm thinking about it, as being from the producers, you know, the people of you know. that made John Wick. I think that's what I remember them marketing it that way. But it was uh, not uh, marketed as being double check in that universe. So they they said a potential crossover stated there is
1: potential for a crossover between John Wick and nobody as they was created in the same studio, 87 North
0: production. Yeah, so. and so can see. He... Yeah, so they had aspects of it. So that's why I was like, I think
3: I could have swore. Hold on. So they, they put, they sprinkled things that hint that it could be set in the same yeah. universe, but they left it distant enough so that if it don't come to fruition, nobody call them a liar. Yeah, basically, basically. That, that basically. makes sense. Yeah, because I do remember now that you said that they did market that film with that.
2: John Wick, yeah, I remember
3: that. The of John Wick, yeah, I, yeah, but that you know, sometimes you look at that and that could mean there's just some, yeah, it, could, it literally could be anything at this point, yeah, it could be anybody that was involved with John Wick, but because of John Wick, it gives the the movie a pop. yeah, it definitely. Gives it a, a movie, a movie a
1: okay, that's still very interesting. Though. I'm gonna watch nobody because now, once I saw the, 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 the poster for it, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this, and I just totally forgot to watch it
3: and then there's a TV series for it um, on AMC really okay Mm -hmm. I don't think it's called nobody I think it has another name but it's about that Mm -hmm. character and Bob Odenkirk is still with AMC oh really oh he's doing that okay yeah they they picked up the show even before Saul ended they were marketing that that show and because you would see uh, different um, spots appearing in the better call Saul, uh, uh, you know, ad space or whatever.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. That it definitely makes sense. Um, but yeah, I think that there's like again, the the best part about John Wick to me, I mean, of course, is the uh the action, but I did, but the. Taking the world and expanding it, that made it more interesting, and it made it fun. And they made it like every time when we oh we were in a new uh continental, and there's a whole different things of assassins but and everyone's different, and you know the the types of assassins are different. <clears throat> but in John four, they were definitely having fun with all their locations. Though they're like, how much money we got? We can go wherever you want. Yeah, okay. I think I think, the, I, I think
1: in the end it was well worth the price of admission. It was a tad bit long, but that's due to my own age and what well, the time I went to go watch it. Uh, so um. <laughs> The the with that said, and then I think overall as a collective, John Wick did what it needed to do. I'm, I've never watched a John Wick movie and came out like this. This was terrible. Uh, I mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed it as a whole. I enjoyed each one, um, and I liked that it had the first two had a, a, a narrative that I can really get behind. But I think the motivation behind John Wick's character also uh, changed dramatically in the third one um, because it was just a different motivation for for whatever reason. And that's fine um, because it's a moneymaker, you know what I'm saying? People enjoy it, I get that. Uh-huh. And I think they could do more with this, uh, spinoffs or whatnot, be interested to see where they go, the character development. I do want to see a video game made out of this, uh, an Arkham Asylum-type oh, video that'd game. Mean, nah, that'd be fun. Uh, something of that nature. Um, uh, if they do it right, if they do it wrong, I'll just chalk it up to a lot of movies that turn video games done terribly. So
3: you know, if they did it, they should do it with the same engine as uh, Ghost of Tsushima, because yeah, that game is no. like, <laughs> amazing. Actually, I cannot get. I'm I'm even about to start it over and do play Kurosawa mode, straight black and white Japanese. Yeah. With the English sub- subtitles, it literally is like it's a beautiful man. game samurai movie, and it's, it it is beautifully shot, beautiful game.
2: I, I think Cam's uh Cam's explanation about how the world gets expanded even further, and I mean, it, I mean, it 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 gets expanded in all three of the the previous films, but like it gets exploded in this in this movie, and I think that is probably the thing that sort of carries the narrative. More so than anything, like the, the the narrative being, you know, he's he's now persona na grata, and he's got a, you know, and and so basically, he he sets out to to take himself off the board, and in order to do that, he has to kill three hours worth of people. It's <laughs> um, and so, and, you know and do that, and I like that they
0: introduced, uh like last time it was the was the, the auditor or whatever it got introduced and then right. this one, it's the Harbinger.
1: Wait, the har- Harbinger? Yeah, I was like, oh, the Harbinger,
0: the Harbinger was introduced, uh, the mm-hmm. E.E. was introduced, so it was interesting to see different types of people in this right.
2: world and their right. roles. Different locations and different characters, yeah.
1: What I didn't realize was that some of the people that John Wick was uh, assassinating or killing was the high table members. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, these weren't just your run-of-the-mill assassins, these were like high-ranking uh, people in power um, I was gonna say too. I would like to, if they ever did the series, a prequel of how he became the Baba Duke and how he got out the first time, because it was like, how many men did you kill? And He was like, a lot, you know. <laughs> did you call and him the Baba Duke, yeah, <laughs> Baba Duke. Yaga. Yeah. So Baba Yaga, Baba
0: Yaga,
1: <laughs> Baba Yaga. Excuse me, Baba Yaga, Yaga. Excuse me. that's still funny, man
3: yeah both <laughs> scary though so yeah well too yeah, like both in, instill fear so yeah it, get it wrong
1: but i i'm i'm kind of interested in how he got out of the family the first time you know so um that's just my
3: own personal interest um, i mean yeah they
2: could show if that, if I, that for sure
3: where you get you could get the anime space in because yeah. then you can, you don't have to do any gimmicky de agent or cast a younger actor because nobody wants to see John Wick who's not Keanu Reeves at this point at least not right now maybe yeah. five, 10 years down from down and where they decide oh let's do a live action prequel or whatever let's cast young John but for now you know animation would be a good place to tell space to tell a medium to tell that story of of how he becomes the legendary John Wick that we met yeah. uh, on yeah. excellent adventure yeah and <laughs> uh, more about his his wife, who was so special to him, you know what I mean like yeah West-y involved in that stuff you know and and what maybe she was a bad a badass assassin at some point they don't give a lot of details about her, so there's room to expand even there, and that's a whole nother story, a whole nother John that we that we
2: would we would encounter you could easily make a film just based on the legend of how he got out. Because if you remember in the first film, the dude that he eventually, the, the boss that he ends up going after in that film basically says the, the part of the reason why it was such a big deal that his son screwed over uh, uh, John Wick, killed his dog, stole his car um, as he was mourning his wife. He was like, yo, he wanted out and got out. And maybe the, I, I tasked him with if I remember correctly, the dude was like, yo, I tasked him with what should have been an impossible uh an impossible kill. Like he had to go through this crazy gauntlet to get to this one dude. He got to the dude, killed him, and I told him if he if he can do that, then I bet, you're out. And right. he did it. And so that alone, that for that last mission, forget early. I mean that that's still Talk early. To- Cam mentioned that one, right? Didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Mention
3: that uh, that same scenario is yep. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, like I got that it was all—it can all be either anime or, you know, uh, live action. But live action, you would obviously have to cast recast for a younger a younger actor that—I don't know when that happened. That particular story, true. Mm-hmm. Like. Wow. Yeah, old, old, we, old, we, man, we, old man Keanu ain't doing it. That ain't doing that. Yeah. Long, long,
0: long. All, all I'm saying is we get the, uh, the 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 reputation precedes themselves. Jonathan Lee. Yeah. Right. And right. that makes it. And that's part of the mystique that people liked about it. Um. Yeah. One of the other things I am gonna say was um the 87 North Productions, like that they did Nobody, Kate that was on Netflix, uh, Bullet Train, Violet Night with uh, uh, which I gotta see. I heard that was good. I saw that. I was oh my, oh my, uh And then, uh, the, and they're doing a, a Fall Guy reboot, which or which I was kind of like, that's interesting. Um, but interesting, yeah. It, again, these as it, is, I like. I want people to do more movies like this where they're just having some fun. They take a take a concept, run with it, and see what happens. And it makes it entertaining. <laughs> I think if we get that and that that in a sea of uh, reboots and fucking sequels and move uh, comic book movies and all that, that that's our little lane. They make it happen. So well,
3: that's why I like bullet train for what it was, because it was, a, it was, it reminded me of, of B movie cheese that, yep. you know, mm-hmm. has that just ha- just happened to have more money than most B movies that we knew grew yes. up on would have got. <laughs> like, I,
0: Violet like, Night the Night's exact same. To me yeah, well. exactly. When I watched that, I at the I got the same like kind of vibe where I'm like, This is perfect, USA up all night, B movie like schlock, but it was entertaining as hell. It had fun. It had a a good a good enough story that was like, okay
3: <laughs> Yeah, with competent. And I think right at the very least most B movies has some kind of competency behind it where it was like it's either stupid to the point of fun or it's like it's like so bad that you just enjoy watching how bad it is. Yeah, you know, or like that. That there's a space for that, and I know it sounds ironic coming from me, but you know, there is a space for that because that's how I, it, was, yeah, I was waiting to say that.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, that. Like, I knew you were gonna try to hit me with that. <laughs> just I'm sitting here looking down like, as I'm listening. She's like, oh, professor. Oh, yeah, that's hey, serious. yo!
1: So, <laughs> so, the 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 movie that fits that bill is the Dolph Lundgren Punisher for me.
3: Yeah, I, absolutely. They didn't have the rights to, to the the, the full rights, and they made it, and it, it had all the trappings of the Punisher we knew. I love it. Didn't have a the skull. They couldn't get sued, but everybody looks at that Punisher as the first live action Punisher movie that was ever made, and and. I, when I was a kid, I I enjoyed that movie. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say like, oh, it was terrible. No, just like probably enjoy every other J- Dolph Legend movie that bad movie that came out during that time. Masters of the Universe.
2: As a, kid, As a kid, when I saw that, I just started, it's funny when that came out, I just started reading Punisher. So I think it was a little fresher for me in my mind. And there was a little bit of it. So it was a little bit of like, that's not the Punisher. Come
0: on.
2: <laughs> yeah, like if you were reading the Punisher and you saw that, you're like, okay, no. no. Yeah. And 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 so for me, Punisher Warzone was like, this is what I wanted back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you said, of that I was the time when it ain't Punisher. That I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, so so not alone. In my in my opinion, as great as John Barthal is, like don't get me wrong, I love his portrayal, but for my money that will always be unless they unless they sort of pivot back to that that will be the penultimate unmatchable punisher I don't think they'll ever do that again and I don't think they can ever match it I agree, and you know what's interesting about that movie? It was totally made like
3: a B movie. Like, and yes. it was completely what like a B movie. Like he killed, movie. he killed like what five people or something in no the whole movie. Or something? In less than <laughs> five minutes, he's blowing heads <laughs> off at a dinner table like a mobsters, and just like shredding people. Like mm. he blew like the the we talk about all the time, Josh. The the craziest scene ever was the parkour scene. <laughs> <where laughs> <he's laughs> yeah, with that, you and know, see <laughs> All you see is these dudes. They're the villains. They're flipping and they're doing their thing. And then all of a sudden, one is flipping. He's flipping, and then a, 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 a rocket just accelerates <laughs> <laughs> them off yes. to the Punisher, looking from behind the rocket launcher. And I agree. Uh No hats off to John Bernthal, but uh Ray, yes, yes Ray Weinstein, Winston. That dude. Or Steven oh, Ray,
2: oh, Ray Stevenson, excuse me, yeah. Ray Stevenson. Yeah, Ray Stevenson. That that was one of the most it's gratifying. The, was the was most accurate Punisher out there. The most accurate no. Punisher ever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was one of the most gratifying action sequences I've ever seen in my life. Dude, I, just, I he gets his nose broke and he's in the back of the police station and
3: he just go. I mean, in the car and he just or he no, he just snaps his nose back. He <laughs> his nose and just snaps it back and does this. And he just keeps going. I'm like, this is this is the punisher. Now yeah. t- <laughs> t- <laughs> this is the punisher that we want. Hey, I, I told I, I've said this
1: many times before, but when again, when Josh was telling me Cleaning with me to watch The Expanse And he said Thomas Jane I was like well oh, hell nah I'm not
2: watching this I'll never forget that one like, He what? said trust me <laughs> I
1: know But watch this And Josh has forever earned equity For get, giving me the ability Or allowing me the opportunity to watch it Because I was like Thomas Jane now, now now, I'll say this Thomas Jane there was a uh, fan made Punisher. Oh yeah. It was like a short. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. Short. The short that that was, was that was cool. That was the bad. one movie he did was terrible. But Thomas Jane is yeah. like the worst Punisher and that's like terrible to say.
3: But you know what? To be fair to him, he wasn't the worst part about that movie. No. He was a bad he wasn't he was miscast. Yeah, that, that movie was just was, yeah. it was hot. It was a hot mess. Yeah. It, it was just boring. It was the worst part of that movie then. well there you go but yeah but he was revealing by the expanse yeah. and after warzone came out everybody forgot about that yep
0: yeah. oh. and um fun fact he uh he's in a bunch of uh he was Bullstagged in um in the marvel movies on the thor movies yes and then oh, um man. he did a bunch of uh voices for clone wars and rebels and he's going to be in the new ahsoka series
3: oh wait ray stevenson
0: yeah yeah
3: yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, that's right. It he was, was Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. So there, there you go. He's he ended up back in the in the Marvel family, but just the much lighter tone version. Because that's when they they were trying to do some mar, the Marvel Knights, and that was going to be like the first film. Oh, oh that's on, right. I Remember the, that the Marvel Knights? Yeah, and yeah, uh, I remember that? I remember that. That's it funny. didn't make any money, and I think it didn't make any money because it was made so. Close in proximity to that Thomas Jane movie, and everybody mm-hmm. remembered that. And it was, and it was like, no, we don't want to be hurt anymore. But those of us who were like, you know what, forget it, you know, we were rewarded because I, I enjoyed every moment, of, every minute.
2: Of,
0: and <laughs> uh, I think that's going to be our final word. Really, we really need to do a final words for that. <laughs> a salute to punish your war zone. go ahead josh you get the you get to take it out
2: shout out to uh the brothers that do um why am i spazzing right now probably because i was drinking so much last night um uh, that do um that double toasted jesus christ that too the, the brothers that do double double toasted Corey and martin had a, a chance to meet them and chop it up with those brothers last night great 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 dudes i can officially refer to them as friends of the pod um you know they just you know off hours you know not recording anything and still at a bar yakking it up about comic book stuff yakking it up about movies and television like it is it is a true passion for those guys um you know and it was you know in so much as you know, it, it was it was great to see. You know, sort of the the, the guys be the center of attention for this many people. There was a bunch of people there last night. It was like easily like two hundred people at the, at the at the recording last night, and then I'd say at least half that crowd showed up at the after party. And when I I left at three, and most of those people were still there. Those guys, these guys are still there. Yeah, they they're.
3: So again, I said they're real cult of personality. And I think uh, you know, a mutual
2: friend of ours and he knows who he is he's listening. He... Nah, nah nah Call him by his name. Shout out to Eric Norman who put us on. He put He put and us on right and Yeah. Has been a steady, steady and Chester Miles, who have both been steady, steady stands for um for for, for double toasted and have uh and, and put me on uh, put D on if I'm not mistaken and have been steady 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 stands for uh that show and it is one of the two one of one of two reviewers I only ever I, I, I ever pay any attention to when a film comes out I want to know what Double Toasted thinks I'm not gonna shout out the other dude because he ain't cool with that guy yet <laughs> um, but I only listen to them aside from this august gathering of of mine <laughs> um, that would be the only other people that I that I really pay attention to when a review gets posted. So shout out to those dudes. Much su- continued success, and it was a pleasure meeting those guys. I can officially adopt them as friends of the pod for sure. Salute! Well, that's that's definitely. Seen, you know, we we like that
3: because, uh, like like you said, I'm a big fan, and those guys make reviewing fun. Yeah. Yes, they really Hunter. do. Make it really fun. Alright, well, once again, it's Blurred
0: Lines, and we are out.